Hello, everybody, and welcome to the SWAT radio program here on Friday, October 7th. I am David Gray, along with Brad Sykes today. Doug McCary from His Light Ministry is off, and we are glad that you're with us. Uh, always glad to have you listening on our affiliates in Meridian, Mississippi, WMOX and WMER, uh, WPMH, The Lighthouse in Chesapeake, Virginia, and, of course, here locally in Jacksonville, St. Augustine, and in Folkestone, Georgia, on WTRJ, The Truth. Uh, you can listen also on the SWAT Radio app or at SWATradio.com, where you can hear past broadcasts as well. Brad, it seems like we were just here a couple of days ago, and it's been a couple of weeks. <coughs> it Friday, has. So. Well, I was just reminded that uh, we didn't. So I, I told Doug, you know, we weren't here last Thursday and Friday right? because – Hurricane Ian was moving through, and uh, I I don't know about you, but up and down my street, have the garbage people come down your street to pick up all the debris? (laughs) Um, Yeah, actually, they did. They did. Well, they haven't come to my house. They did. (laughs) Of course, I you know I live in town. I've got a lot of a lot of trees around my house and big trees, and I mean you have one of these storms come through, which you know. Praise God, we did not really get the brunt of it. In fact, really very little problems. Now, our friends down in St. Augustine and further south, obviously, Naples area, Fort Myers, um, continue to pray for them. But, you know, we the only thing we really had was a lot of debris. But I'd been waiting like two or three days to go pick it all up. I thought, well, I'll get to it at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, all of a sudden, I hear this garbage truck running down my street, and I panic. I'm like, oh, man, i got to go get all this stuff. And so... It, it didn't happen to be the, the what I would call the trash, the yard trash uh, people, but I got it all moved down there, and my whole street's just lined with trees and branches and all sorts of stuff. Yep. But it, it's uh, funny when you said though that you heard the truck and you started to panic. That how many times <laughs> have I been laying there in bed at six or six thirty in the morning, and I said, "Oh, I hear the truck," and I didn't put the trash out. So yeah, I, I, I'm sure I am quite the quite the scene on those those days where i'm running out to go get it right and and they'll be they'll be going down one side of the road and i'm like I, certainly i can get there and I, i'm unfortunate i may be in my boxer shorts sometimes <laughs> running that stuff out there it's pretty hysterical well i'm always <laughs> struck by our pickup is on wednesday morning Us too. i am always struck by the trash cans that are out by the curb on tuesday morning <laughs> Still. Oh, well, no, no. Oh, People oh, are putting okay. them out 24 yeah. hours They're in so advance. They're so organized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I think maybe occasionally I get it out there at yeah. 11 o'clock at night, the night before. Yeah. But 90% of the time, it's either going out the morning of or it doesn't go. So. Well, <clears throat> goodness gracious. I'm, I'm very similar, David. And uh, But you know what? It's been a beautiful week. I mean, obviously, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we were dealing with Ian and uh, once it moved through, I'm telling you, it got nice and chilly, and uh, it's been some really nice days. So I didn't complain out there picking up all the debris to take it out to the street. But, you know, one of the things, in fact, uh, <clears throat> if you missed the broadcast yesterday, I would encourage you to go uh, and listen to our interview with 
Uh, of course, I still call him Sheriff Rutherford, but it's Congressman John Rutherford who came in studio. In fact, I usually don't come in on Thursdays anymore because it's, you know, it's Doug's usually got an interview. I'm like, right. well, you know, it's right. not that I'll listen, but I don't need to come into the studio. But I haven't seen John in over a year, and he's a dear brother. And so I said, well, I'm coming up there. I'm going to hang out with you guys. But great interview with uh, Sheriff Rutherford, Congressman John Rutherford. Um, but it's a, it's a good reminder that we should give thanks for the people who do come down our street, pick up our trash, and Absolutely. do those kind of things. Absolutely. <clears throat> we yep. So often we take that for granted yep, we do. Uh, until it's, it didn't get picked up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and think about how sometimes we might react to it not being picked up or it's a day late. And think about that compared to what the scene is like right now in southwest Florida. Oh, my word. <clears throat> I mean, I might be worried about a trash can that's out in front of my house for an extra day, and you've got debris and, and rubble and just everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I just, I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine because we've been brushed enough to get a sense of right. what yeah. it's like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I've probably told this story before, but we moved here in 98, 99 was yeah. Hurricane Floyd, and we had to oh, evacuate, yeah. and that just missed Jacksonville. <clears throat> but in 2004, Hurricane Charlie. Is that came, the one that came in on Punta Gorda? Punta it came Gorda? over that area yeah. and came across the state yeah. and caused 100-mile-an-hour winds even in Orlando. And we were all batting down here. Of course, you know how yeah. the, the news media makes a huge deal out of it, and we were – ready to go everybody got home early from work and 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 it was nothing nothing now i admit i love weather you know growing up in new england i saw a lot of <laughs> snowstorms i saw nor'easters i saw the no name storm the, the perfect storm of 92 <laughs> Did you really? yeah, yeah we were there during that and although it was mostly it was bad but it was coastal way off yeah, yeah. And, and on the coast but so I, I like weather. I miss seeing snowstorms. I don't miss living in them and the yeah. aftermath oh. of them, but I miss <clears throat> seeing them. So after all the buildup with Hurricane Charlie and nothing happens, there's, as ridiculous as it is, there's this little sense of almost letdown. Like, oh, I wanted to see a little action. <laughs> well, then, not long after that, we got sideswiped, if you recall, by Hurricane Francis and then three weeks later, Hurricane Jean. These I do were remember in 2004. <clears throat> and we got hit enough to where we had sustained, you know, mm -hmm. 75, mm -hmm. 80 mile an hour winds and some gusts up around 100. And then, of course, that happened with Irma and, and maybe Matthew a little bit. But I've seen enough from those close calls yeah. to say if this is 75 sustained, what is 120 plus? Sustained. How about one fifty five? Exactly. Gust of one fifty. Yeah. Well, I think when I think when Ian first made landfall, mm -hmm. the sustained winds were close to one fifty. I, I just can't imagine. <clears throat> I cannot imagine. Mm. And uh, and 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 the fact that the storm shifted track late caught some people by surprise. No, no know? question. And, uh, no question. And that's that's a tough tough thing because I we know from living here that that whole question of leave or don't leave is a tough one well it's the you, you know we deal my wife and i deal with a lot of people who are moving to jacksonville and there's two questions i may have mentioned this to you before two questions they always end up having somewhere in our first get together is number one tell me about hurricanes 
Number two, tell me about alligators. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, the good good news is we don't have a lot of either one of those. <clears throat> there are areas, obviously, we do have alligators. But uh, in the 25, 25 years I've lived here, I've had probably more less than two or you know less than a handful of <clears throat> not even interactions, but even where I've seen them. Uh, and then hurricanes are always one of those things. It seems like if they're coming from which they're all coming from the east, but if they get into the Gulf, right. those are the ones we seem to have the most problems with. Right, right. Because if they kind of curve around and hit the state of Florida, they usually go keep going yeah. east. And of course, with Irma, <clears throat> it came kind yeah. of straight up the middle. Exactly. And then the ones I was talking about from 2004, and I only know this because I had. I was curious, and I went back and looked at mm-hmm. their tracks not long ago, but Francis and Jean both actually came in off the Atlantic. Oh, really? Hit the east coast of Florida south of us and, and then just went, went, up and the went sh- north, <clears throat> and we were on the what they call the, the, dirty, the dirty side, side of the yeah. storm, and yeah. so we got, it, uh, we got brushed pretty good. Yeah. But anyway, well, like you said, feel for those folks well, down all, there. And, all that, David, it made me think, and you, you were talking about enjoying weather. <laughs> this has been kind of a joke between doug and i over the years because we've sat in these studios and waited for storms right <clears throat> and we've had them up on our computers and we're looking at them and, and i'm the guy who uh i told doug this long time ago i'll start watching a storm when it's eight days out right as if right you know what i mean but all that to say why do we watch why do we watch storms mm. i mean you may have a fascination with it but ultimately you're checking it to see whether or not it, we're going to be impacted right. by that storm. And I thought it was interesting that Doug chose last week instead of um, instead of jumping into Act 17 that he did a, a lesson on dealing with how do we handle the storms of life, be mm-hmm. it be it weather storms, right, or financial storms, or relational storms, and. And so, you know, you watch the Weather Channel for five or six days with the hurricane out there. It's interesting, but so what? Right. Uh, okay, so, well, ultimately, you're you're going to get prepared for the storm. And I think a lot of, some of what we've even talked about this week is how do we prepare ourselves for the inevitable storms that are coming? What's the old saying? You're either, you're either about to go into a storm, in a storm, or coming out of one, right? right? Yeah, so. I mean, James 1, uh, verse 2, Consider it pure joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials. Right. You insert storms. Uh, and, and underline the word when, because like you said, you're either, uh, you're either headed for one, you're in one, or you're coming out of one. Right. And right. it probably won't be the last one. Yeah. So probably inevitable there's going to be a storm on the horizon yep. that you're going to have to deal with. Yep. And I think our a lot of our conversation this week is preparing yourself for the inevitable storms of life. But then while we're in the storms, when you're in the midst of a storm, we've all been in them, whether they're weather storms or whatever kind of storm you're in, uh, how do we live in the midst of those storms? Hmm. Well, like you said, timely topic given given the weather that we've had, and uh, and given the fact that, like you said, we're we're always dealing with some issue in life. Um, you know, there's nobody without problems. Yeah, amen. Amen. <laughs> we're gonna take our first break. Glad you're with us on SWAT Radio, David Gray and Brad Sykes, and we will be right back.
This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. I push, I pull, go back and forth, finding myself. Pounding on a locked door, I try to make it out alone without your help. But I know I never win this war. I can never be, never be free without Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Brad Sykes here with you on a Friday afternoon. It's not quite anything goes Friday. Um, <laughs> I, I always remember Rush Limbaugh had uh, open line Friday, right? Right. And uh, he'd always play the canned applause after he announced yeah. it was Well, Doug and I used Friday. to do, like, uh, not anything goes. I mean, it was yeah. kind of like... Well, I mean, open somewhat, topic. Yeah, yeah, kind of what I mean, not obviously today when you and I are in here on Friday, it's not open topic. No, obviously we're we're kind of and we're not even really doing a review as much as we're kind of working through uh, maybe a passage that we looked at. And, and for instance, next Friday. OK, so we know this week at the SWAT Bible studies, you worked through Acts 17, not the entire chapter. Right. <clears throat> but we'll come in next Friday, right. and you and I will kind of work through the passage so that people who are listening can hear kind of what it looks like to do one-on-one discipleship. Mm-hmm. And that's not me discipling you or you discipling me, although in some cases that is, not sure. necessarily you and I, but I was uh, meeting with a guy this morning where I'm intentionally discipling this guy. He's a young man. He's a fairly new in his faith. And and we do kind of a, a similar format to what you and I do here on Fridays. I think a lot of people, you know, our big push within SWAT and most ministries, for that matter, are uh, we're not really taking seriously this call, this mission to make disciples. Mm. Um, I mean, I can listen to podcasts all day. I love studying. I, but so what? I mean, again, kind of back to that question. What do you do with the text right. that you've spent time studying, working through, taking notes on? I mean, Doug's very good about uh, making sure guys bring their Bible. Look at mine. Mine's all marked up. Okay, I can mark up a Bible. Yeah. But can the Bible mark up my life? Yeah. yeah. You know, can can what we're looking at, even today as we discuss the storms of life, looking at the passages that we've looked through, Will those change 
the way I live my life, mm-hmm. either as I prepare for storms to come or as I live in storms. Yeah. And I'm glad you said what you just said about <clears throat> making disciples because I know there was a period in my life, and I think I still struggle with it, where the activity associated in my mind with being a believer, being a Christian, is, and I'm going to, I want to hear me out because okay. it might sound like I'm, <laughs> I'm saying something that's incorrect at first. Um, I might think the activity is spending time in the Word, praying, spending time with God, going to church, going to Bible study, and that's it. That's mm-hmm. a that's an kind of those things are ends <clears throat> to themselves, and and of course that's what I mean about hear me out. Those things are right and proper, and yes, we yes, should be doing those yes. things. But then to your point, what's the outflow of those things? Those things are. Um, I've had someone describe it before, and and you've probably used this term as us being fueled up, right? Mm-hmm. We're being fueled mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. by uh, spending time in the Word. And, of course, it's more than just being fueled up when we're spending time alone with God. The Bible says that God delights over us yeah, and dances right. over us. That's he right. wants to spend time with mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. So it's not just we're checking in, we're getting our instructions, and we're going. It's that time with him is to be savored. Yeah. And, yeah. and 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 rejoiced in and looked forward to and um but but you know Doug uses that analogy about uh in Israel about the Dead Sea is dead because there's no outflow. Yeah, that's right. And um and this idea that we are to be have an outflow, Jesus like you said, Jesus' last command was make disciples and so that's that's a big shift in thinking. It, mm-hmm. it was for me mm-hmm. when I realized, wait a minute, I've, I've got to do something with this. <clears throat> well, and you, uh, it seems like we've, we've had this discussion here. You and I, Doug and I have had it is, um, it's the, it's the Hebrew model of discipleship versus the Greek model the, we are very Greek in the way we work. You know, the, our spiritual life is very Greek you're listening you've never heard that uh, doug shared that with us maybe a year or two ago and it, it really kind of the light kind of went on in other words the greeks were very head driven very academic give me the information and the hebrews were you remember jesus said come follow me in other words david as you and i do life together we don't just come and open the word together we may go play golf together. We may go have dinner together. We may go on a mission trip to the Philippines together like we've done. We do life together because while we need the we need the information, the information has to lead to transformation. Yeah. Uh, Doug and I were talking about this this week. It was one of the one of the passages or one of the verses we looked at, which is Romans eight twenty eight. Okay, that's a great verse. And it's a verse most of us absolutely love. It, it's good news. For we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who are called according to his purpose. Okay, so when you think about purpose, what is what is the purpose? Why are we here? Well, the purpose is that we might be conformed or transformed into the image of Christ. Yeah. So if he's working all things out, for the good of those who are called according to his purpose, 
and his purpose is that we be conformed to the image of Christ. And in the process of that, he's working all that out. Then he's working the storms of life out so that we might be conformed into the image of Christ. Right, right. And also, we're here, part of being conformed to the image of Jesus is is making disciples. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, I think I've mentioned Because that's before. what he did. Right, exactly. But that question of once we're saved and become part of God's family, why doesn't he just take us right to heaven? Mm-hmm. So there's that's a good question, I think. And and the answer is, I, I, I don't know, of course, all the answer, but a part of it is because he's got stuff for us to do. Amen. And he has the means by which he brings others into his family mm-hmm. is through members of his family, existing members of his family. And so <clears throat> Governor Rutherford, uh, Governor, Congressman Rutherford yesterday uh, brought up Ephesians 2, uh, specifically Ephesians 2.10. But if you look at Ephesians 2 and the whole the whole passage there, but it ends this one section with verse 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So why are we still here? Well, one of the reasons we're, well, ultimately, I always say this, this big umbrella, the, the umbrella is, to the glory of God. Yeah, to enjoy we, we God here. and enjoy him. Exactly. To glorify God and enjoy, enjoy him, forever. him forever. Right. How do we glorify God? We glorify God as we're obedient to mm-hmm. him. But the cool thing is he, he's left us here because there's work to be done. Yeah. Not that he can't do the work. Listen, he's going to do the work anyway. He's just going to use us to do it. And that verse you mentioned, what really, I'm quoting the matrix. <laughs> what, what's really, what really bakes your noodle Uh is to think that those good works were planned before the foundation of the world. That's right. What was that planning session like? (laughs) Think about all the believers throughout history, and if God planned good works for all of them to do before the foundation of the world, that's a lot of stuff. Well, think about about this. And I heard uh, Dr. Stephen Lawson just a clip this week speaking about the fact that we know – God preordained the the days which were accounted for us when as yet there was not one. So, in other words, you and I have a number of days that we're going to live. Everybody does. We have a number of days. But then when you look at this verse, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Mm. He's already He's numbered our days, and he's numbered the works that we're going to do. So... Is there some motivation to get out and do the works that he's already created for us to yeah, do? Sure. But how often we sit back and waste time, like watching the Weather Channel for I seven days? I was going to say, it's very important for me to watch that <laughs> episode of Everybody Loves Raymond for the 75th time. <clears throat> well, one of the things you said as, as we kind of went into the break, you said, none of us are without problems. None of us are without problems. And kind of the five uh, points that we looked at this week were beginning number one as we look at s- the storms of life. And again, I keep bringing it back to it doesn't matter what the storm is. It could be a weather storm. It could be a financial, health, relation. It, it's all sorts of kind of storms. Is Number one is to remember that he is on his throne. He is sovereign 
and he reigns over it all. I love the verse. It says, everything in the heavens and earth is yours, O Lord. This is your kingdom. We adore you as being in control of everything. Riches and honor come from you alone. I love that verse. Think about Matthew 28, 18, David. We've been talking about the fact that, you know, Jesus gives the disciples his last command before he ascends to heaven. And he begins by saying, all authority in heaven and Mm -hmm. on earth has been given to me. Yeah. You know, we like to think Satan's in control. No, he's the prince of the power of the air. But who is Satan's Lord? Mm. (laughs) Now, Satan's not obedient to the Lord, but the Lord is ruling over Satan. You think about Job, that mysterious passage in Job where, where Satan had to appear before God in the spiritual realm somehow to ask permission that's right to sift job that's right and 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 jesus saying to peter satan <laughs> desires to sift you or has yeah. asked to sift yeah. you i mean what and when yeah, you're done and, w- and when he's done he gives him a command yeah right go encourage your brothers right right but that idea that yeah there's there's certainly evidence in, in scriptures that yeah, he doesn't do anything that God doesn't allow. That's right. So That's right. Well, the other thing, and I know we're going to take a break. And so, number one, God is sovereign. He's sovereign over the storms. Number two, the, the reality, as you said going into that last break, we're, we're, all, not, we're all, none of us are without problems because the world is bent. The mm-hmm. world is broken. We are no longer, as Doug said, in Eden, and we are not in heaven yet. So that's that's the point. He's also faithful to us every step of the way. God is always fair, just, and good. And then we'll we'll hit on four and five because that's where we're going to spend the majority of our time. Yeah, the world is bent, and we're not in Eden anymore, but God is bringing us back there. Amen. And that's the hope, right? That that's God right. is restoring at the end of Revelation when He says, "I'm making all things new." So we are going to take a break for the news. Uh, We'll be back on the other side. Glad you're with us here on SWAT Radio. Welcome back to SWAT Radio, everyone. David Gray and Brad Sykes here on Friday afternoon, October 7th. Glad you're here. And I haven't given out the phone number, I realized. If you have a question <laughs> or a comment about what we're talking about here, about um, what Scripture has to say about the storms of life, give us a call at 844-777-7928. 
or you can email us at uh, – what, what email address are we using, Brad? Uh, just a- uh, send it to brad at swatradio.com. Great. Brad at swatradio. I've got my phone with me. If you want to email me, go ahead, and uh, we'll we'll tackle those here on the air. You know, uh, David, uh, one of the things – I think uh, Doug and I started the week off by looking at Mark 4, verse 35. Um, most people are familiar with the story – but it says, on that day when evening had come, he said to them, let us go across to the other side. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. Verse 36, and leaving leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was, and other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. Now, Stop right there. I don't know if you've ever been out on the St. John's River in any open water. I've been on the Sea of Galilee. Uh, you, that's right. You have. <laughs> I'm, I'm, geogra- I'm geographical, uh, I'm like name-dropping. Yeah, here. exactly. Geography name So when you were out there, were there was there a storm or anything? No, yeah. no. But, yeah. they, uh, but the guide talked to us about how that lake in that setting yeah. is infamous for sudden storms. Exactly. Because of where it's set in between the mountains yeah. and – but Kelly and I heard thunder one night. We honestly, we thought it was an explosion. It was the weirdest yeah. sounding thunder. Anyway, because you're sitting in this in a bowl of, in a bowl, right. and they, the winds would come down Correct. and sweep across Correct. that body of water. Yep. I've been in the St. John's River coming up from Julington Creek, and anybody who yep. lives in Jacksonville knows what I'm talking about. Yep. It's the St. John's River. Yep. At, at that point, at the Buckman Bridge, it's about three miles across. Now. The, the Sea of Galilee is about 14 miles across. Mm-hmm. But even in the Buckman Bridge area, if the, if the winds are going pretty good, let me tell you, in a boat, yeah. uh, it's not uncommon no. to get some water in your boat. But no. it says here that uh, there was already water filling it up. Verse 38, excuse me, verse yeah, verse 38 says, but he was in the stern, Jesus was in the stern, asleep on the cushion, and they woke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And, you know, what we were talking about this week is we they're so fearful, and we all are. I mean, these disciples are with Jesus, who's just fed 5,000, maybe 15,000. They've gotten to watch his his miracle power now they're on the on, on the Sea of Galilee. The winds have picked up. Water's coming in. Jesus is peacefully asleep. They're freaking out. Man, that's me, David. Uh, well, <clears throat> this is very timely. And since and, we... and, and uh, by the way, that wouldn't that would be me in the mildest of storms. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we've been talking about the hurricane. <clears throat> I was in Massachusetts last week. Um coming home on Wednesday afternoon. And I was on a two o'clock flight out of Boston. And there was some question about whether the flight was going to go given the approaching storm. Mm -hmm. And of course, being the amateur meteorologist that I am, I'm looking at everything thinking, okay, it's not supposed to get bad till Mm -hmm. this time they're going to get in. Well, there was debate about it, but the plane went. And I would say that for about 15 minutes on the descent into Jacksonville, it was as rough as I've felt in all my years of flying, certainly mm. in the top three. Mm-hmm. And you know that the pilot and the crew have probably been through worse 
and you know it was expected and all of that. But I'll tell you, I will never get used to that or be comfortable in that kind of bumpiness. Right. <clears throat> and this passage, and I've done it many times before. When I Jack Turpin, who used to be on Jack's mm-hmm. board and was a senior pastor, Jack used to say sometimes. When you don't know what to pray, just pray, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And I was praying that mm-hmm. and saying, Jesus, you control the weather, yeah, yeah. thinking of this passage. And, you know, it, it, it's you're right. So if we were in the boat, we tend to think of the disciples. Oh, what's wrong with them? They just saw all these. Right. Oh, we would, I would have done the same thing. Oh, my and, of word. course, yeah. Jesus is probably yeah. waking up with this mixture of amusement and exasperation, yeah. thinking, all right. You know, how much more do I have to show you before you stop worrying about <laughs> but it? But I'm, you know, I, and Doug brought this up on Monday. Now, granted, we watched a storm come through South Florida, you know, a week ago. And you can go look at Google and you can look at all the images and you see the the awesome power of a storm like that. We've already talked about it, 150 plus mile an hour winds. Yeah. What it What it actually can do. But think about the one who controls that storm. Yeah, that ought to make us. And I, you know, maybe it's a frightening thing. It maybe it's a fearful thing. But Jesus speaks shalom over the over the winds. Mm. That even the winds obey him. Yeah. You know, you think that didn't shut those boys up? <laughs> right. They probably went. Well, they were they were terrified. Oh my word! Yeah, I yeah. think they were terrified. Yeah. Okay, you, you fed five thousand. Right. But you just controlled right. the whole storm. You know what it made me think of, too, that think, speaking of whether it was this passage or or the hurricane or whatever it is we look at, earthquakes, tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, I know this is a, a topic for another broadcast, but think about what was it like at creation? If God does all these things within creation— and is in control of them, mm-hmm. and and this power that they that hurricanes or tornadoes or earthquakes or whatever it is display that power is under God's control, right. and God created those things mm-hmm. with that kind of power. <clears throat> so, what kind of power was evidenced or on display at creation? Now we know God spoke it into spoke mm-hmm. things into existence, and I and again this is what I mean about I, it's a it's a topic for another broadcast but what did everything look like yeah. when it was coming together yeah i call it the big bang theory exactly exactly <laughs> exactly what what was the yeah. what was the power obviously we know we, we think of the power that god could do that with just his word but what was the physical power that was displayed when that was going on so another topic to bake your noodle uh, over the weekend but anyway i digress uh, well you know we we kind of talked about um why are we here you know what is what is the purpose there is purpose in storms uh not just again going back to the whole weather storm thing is that uh, we are here for the purpose of glorifying god you you talked about creation you know uh psalm 19 if i can remember it properly said it begins with the heavens declare the glory of god the sky above proclaims his handiwork but even the sky right now 
there are places around the world right now where it's dark. You can look up. You can see the stars. You can see God's creation. You were kind of talking about when you were on the break. You and I were talking about John Eldridge and a mm-hmm. lot of his stuff. Yep. That that we have the we have the great privilege and the great blessing of seeing God's handiwork, mm. whether it's in the sky at night, or it's in the plants in your backyard, or you know wherever it is. Go go to the beach, uh, go to the river, watch the dolphins jump. Because yep. we get to watch that. Yeah. All of creation is glorifying God, yep. and yet man, we don't do that. Right. Yet we were designed to do that. Mm. And so, you know, you, you think about this powerful God who could speak peace over the storm. He can do the same for us. Right. Even in the midst of the storm, we can have that peace. Mm. And I'm telling you, there's listen, there's good news in that one day there won't be any storms. But today there are storms. Right. If, if they're in a storm today, you know, God's peace can rest on your life. Yeah. If there's a peace tomorrow, if there's a storm tomorrow, he can be trusted with that because he's sovereign. That's good news for me. That's great news. What what could be better? Right, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. But one of the things we're going to, and I know we're going to break here in just a little bit, but kind of leading into that last segment. So you're in the storm. What's what's the point? How do we live in the midst of storms? Because he is faithful. We can demonstrate a life of faith to those around us. Mm. How many people, <clears throat> you've probably been there yourself, where you've witnessed People who are going through storms. Doug and I were talking earlier in the week about our friend Gil, who went home to be with the Lord last year. And knowing from the time he got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer till the day he took his last breath, that guy demonstrated a faith. He sure did. And a joy. I mean, I think of Rod, who who you've spent lots of times around, born with spina bifida. And to watch what he has to go through just in his daily walk, but to see the joy that he lives life with. Yeah. One of the things, just as an aside, and I, and I say this because I think it's, it's been so helpful to me and maybe it'll be helpful to someone else. And uh, I kind of got this, you know, the author, Johnny Erickson. Tana, oh yeah. Yeah. A quadri- quadriplegic. And um, she said she intentionally makes dates with people to do very physical active things that she can't do now in heaven. And you can debate the theology of that. I you know, well, not that there's really anything to debate, I suppose, but, but the idea and the premise is a really good one because it, it's a reminder that this is all very temporary yeah. and that heaven is real and that, and that we will be real people and do real things in heaven and the earth will not be gone. It will be renewed. That's right. And we will live. The renewed earth will be part of the new heaven and the new earth, and God will be with us. And we will, I hope, be able to do things like climb a mountain mm-hmm. or swim or, or something that we, you know, that, that we know today. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think, you know, Rod and I have talked about that. He's, I said we're going to race. He and I are going to have a foot race. I love it. And, and I think that... <laughs> I think that it's important for us to think that way, mm. to remind ourselves, because it's easy for me to lose sight of that. Oh, absolutely. And think that yeah. 
this is all there is and these problems and all these stresses of life and and this is all as Paul says, light and momentary trouble. Yeah, isn't right? that the truth? So, isn't that the truth? Good point. We are going to take our last break here on SWAT Radio. Uh, call us at 844-777-7928, and we will be right back. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. broken sky traced out by the city lights my world from a mile high best seat in the house tonight touch down in the cold black top hold on for the sudden stop breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos all those people welcome back to swat radio david gray and brad sykes with you today uh, Doug McCary is off, and Doug will be back on Monday. Uh, we're glad you're with us. We've been Doug and Brad have been talking this week about dealing with the storms of life and and God's faithfulness in the storms. And we're talking today specifically about um, because God is faithful, we can demonstrate a life of faith to those around us, uh, even when we are in the midst of storms. So, Brad, I know one of the scriptures we wanted to look at uh, as we as we kind of talk on that topic uh, is Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Very mm-hmm. familiar passage. I think this is the yeah. first couple of Bible <laughs> verses I made my kids memorize. They probably uh, tell you that. But uh, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. And uh, I know we uh, to kind of go back to where people might remember we've been trying to hit these passages with answer four questions mm-hmm. as, a, as a way to model yeah. uh, maybe walking <clears throat> someone through uh, a passage or, or just doing it ourselves, studying right. it ourselves. But those questions being what jumps out at you about the passage, with whom do you most identify in the passage, what can we learn about God or people in the passage, and, and, and how can we live differently uh, as a result of, of being in God's Word in that passage. Well, isn't that the point? <clears throat> you know, back exactly. to what we so were what? talking about. So right. what? what? How are we, how, how we going to live differently in light of God's Word? Before we jump into that, we do have a phone call we need to take. It, it, it's very urgent that we take it. Is it someone named Doug? <laughs> Doug, Some guy there, named Doug? Yeah, it, it, it is. Uh, 
It is. Uh, You're supposed and, to be. You guys are. You guys are. You guys are canceled. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> no, I'm joking, man. That's joking. Hey, seriously, uh, I just got a text about one of our SWAT brothers that I really would love everybody who's listening to pray for. His name is Mark. He is from the Beaches SWAT, and he is was over in Germany and was riding a bike and um, basically went over a train track or like a trolley track. Mm -hmm. The tires got stuck in there. It threw him off. He went through a window, had head trauma, and uh, is in ICU. He has has severe bleeding on his brain, and uh, they they intubated him, Uh. put him on a ventilator. They just took him off the ventilator. Apparently his sisters just got there, and they're keeping one of our guys informed. But please lift up Mark. Uh, he is one of our beach uh, SWAT guys. And, you know, you're just talking about dealing with tragedy this week and the storms. And this is a pretty significant storm for him, hmm. you know, uh, because it just came. I mean, he's ridden his bike over there a lot um, and not had any issues. Like he travels over there for his business a lot. And it, it he's in a really, really tough recovery state now they said he is improving but he doesn't understand while he's in the hospital he suffered a pretty severe head trauma with lacerations uh, and so just need to lift up our brother mark as okay. you guys continue to encourage people how to walk through these these storms this is a pretty big storm we need to lift our brother up in. yeah okay. amen doug you know we were talking about it earlier uh in the broadcast just you know you may be in a storm now, you may be coming out of a storm, or you may be going into one. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely and, and and you know storms can come out of the come out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, sometimes we yeah. see them coming, sometimes we don't see them coming. Right. But uh, well, Doug, yeah. thanks for uh, thanks for filling us in. Are you yeah, on the road, no, Doug? No, thank you guys. Yeah, well, I'm 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 on the road with my wife to just and spend time with my wife today oh good oh that's right that's next week you're traveling sorry that's next week i'm traveling next week i'm going out to missouri Um, my daughter's apparent weekend brother brother almost did not take the call (laughs) steve steve's like it's doug i'm like no he's off today (laughs) yeah well the only reason i chimed in was because i literally just got yeah no that's uh we're glad you did yeah Yeah, Yeah. absolutely Uh, mark holling said just pray for mark yeah Yep. And, um, you know, I just, I can't imagine being in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know, uh, his sisters don't speak the language that well. So you you just think about Brad, when you were traveling with Graham, you're at least going out there right. where people speak your language and you're dealing with that. So pray for his sisters, pray for him, for his recovery. And, uh, thank you guys. Y'all okay. do a great job every Friday and I appreciate y'all. All right, brother. All right. Thanks for checking in, Doug. Right, See you, brother. Okay. Love you. All right. Hey, let me Bye-bye. let me pray for Mark right yes, now, real do, quick. Please. Father in heaven, just we lift up Mark. You know all of the details, all of the circumstances, and we ask that you would speak peace over this storm. That you'd heal him. That you'd give peace to his family, especially, and that you would specifically bring someone around that family who can advocate for them in a foreign country. The doctors, nurses, just pray that you'd bring believers around them who would uh, who would lift them up. And uh, we just pray your your protection over Mark in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Right. You know, on top of that, uh, you know, here we are, and, and kind of as we're closing out the week and obviously this broadcast, 
we're talking about the fact that when these storms come, and in this case, in Mark's case, let's pray that there's gospel opportunity there yeah, too. Right. Because I think that was one of the things we talked about even if you you think of Philippians 4, 1, 12 through 14, it says, uh, I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel mm-hmm. so that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to all the rest that my imprisonment is for Christ. Anyway, right. you know, you think about it, and this kind of what we're getting at here is that because he is faithful, we can demonstrate a life of faith to those around us. And you, you talked about Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Yeah. Lean not on your own understanding. That's the, the – and I lean on my own understanding. Absolutely. And, and I think of Philippians 4, it says, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God, yeah. and the peace – which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart. Yeah. Listen, my own understanding is very, very shallow. Yeah. Well, that's the when I answering the question, who do you most identify with in the passage? That's what I most identify with, leaning on my own understanding. Oh, yeah. I, I do what it says not to do, and and of course, in terms of what jumps out, in all your ways acknowledge Him. Yeah. Right. Not just, especially when things are stormy, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, in everything that we do, whether we feel good about it or bad about it, you know, from a human standpoint, we don't keep things back from God. Yeah. He knows it all anyway, and he wants us to bring it to yeah. him. Well, I, I keep going back to that, that statement that the disciples make in the boat. Do you not care? That's me, David. You know, it's any, and it can be the smallest of things. I'm a grumbler. I'm a complain. Oh, you know, it's just, it's awful. And yet here, in all your ways, acknowledge yeah. him. Even yeah. even in the storms. Yeah. Uh, even in the smallest things and the biggest things, we acknowledge him. It's interesting that it says the disciples said, don't you care? Yeah. And then later on, Peter writes, I think it's Peter, hopefully, correct me if I get this wrong, cast your cares on him because he cares for <laughs> That's you. That's right. Right. So yeah. I wonder if Peter yeah. thought about when he was writing that, mm. if he thought about that, he asked Jesus, don't you care? Yeah. So. Or Jesus said, for all who are weary and heavy laden. Yeah. yeah. Most of us are we're weary and heavy laden yeah. because we're in a broken, bent world that we're feeling the weight of that. And Jesus is saying, give it to me. Yeah. Give yeah. it to me. Right. So we think of the storms that you're in or that we've been through. And, and will come is that we were to cast these cares on him because he cares for us. Right. Uh, let, let's so so you're saying okay you identify as that person who is leaning on your own understanding. You know how how does this change the way you you live? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think first of all it's a reminder that God does care and He's not. This is not happening to us, whatever's happening, because he's angry with us. Yes. And that reminder that maybe, you know, we talked about this during the break. Maybe we're being disciplined, but we're not being punished. And there's a difference between the two. And I think how I live is affected by that understanding. If I'm living under this cloud of, oh, God's mad at me and he's angry with me, and Mm -hmm. then I have to work, I feel like I have to 
even subconsciously work my way back into his good graces. Nothing could be more theologically incorrect. <laughs> that, right? That's leaning on your own understanding. Exactly. Right? That's my own feelings. Those are my own emotions. But that the truth is, while he may be disciplining me, and as we talked about, sometimes that line between discipline and punishment feels kind of close, but punishment is an end to itself, whereas right. whereas discipline, God's discipline especially, is always mm-hmm. designed to bring about loving change in our life. It may not feel loving. It says in Hebrews, no discipline is pleasant at the time, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. brings about change. It brings about righteousness for those who are trained by it. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that, you know, that's, you know, I, I wrote down here that God sees the beginning and the end of something. I don't. Yeah. So he has all yeah. the wisdom. And so I think the way it affects me, uh, it should affect me as far as how I live is to, is to trust him mm-hmm. and to realize he's for my good. Yeah. Well, and I think this is, I think when it says there, uh, in all your ways, acknowledge him. You know what I think of? Is I think of prayer. Mm. I think of, you know, whatever the smallest of storm is or the largest of storm tragedy, as we've just learned about Mark, um, the, the tragedies and the events of life that maybe we don't understand, that we're like, gosh, what is going on? Remembering that he is sovereign, he is on the throne, and then acknowledge him. God, I don't understand this, but you do. Because you're the one that... It's okay to tell him that. Exactly. It's okay to tell him that. I don't think... I mean, think of yourself as a father. I always used to say to my kids, you can say whatever you want to me, as long as you're respectful. Yeah. Yeah. But I wanted them to tell me, and I think he wants us to tell him. So the last thing, Lamentations 3.22, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They're new every morning. Great is his faithful. Amen. Good to be with you, Great, Yeah, great way to end right there. Thanks for being with us on SWAT Radio. Have a great weekend, and remember, God is in control of your storms. See you. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual